Okay, so do I have a juicy story for you guys today? We are exposing the Apple App Store for the monopoly that it is, the worst of the tech industry. And as an ex-Google, ex-Facebook tech lead who's worked on iOS applications over the past few years and have pretty much seen all of the shady underdealings in the app industry, I felt I could speak to this. Now, the first thing has to do with the 30% Apple tax, which is really the center of this monopoly. So just recently on Twitter, there's been an uproar between DHH, who is the founder of Ruby on Rails, and Apple. So Apple rejected their brand new email app because Apple wanted a 30% cut on any type of purchases made. And the thing is, this app costs $100 per year. So for Apple to ask for 30% of that, it's really quite a large chunk for what are they really providing here? And this type of conflict has come up over and over again. About a year ago, we saw Fortnite get into a scuffle with the Google Play Store over the 30% tax, and recently they just decided to cave in. The Tinder dating app also, which you can check me out on there by the way, has also been complaining about this 30% fee because everything that you buy on there, Apple just gets this huge chunk out of. And when I was working at Google on the YouTube app, we had this issue as well. We were wondering how do you price the products? Should the company just swallow that 30% tax so that the price is the same across all platforms? or should the price be different and maybe Apple users get charged an additional 30% on YouTube subscriptions and well that's pretty much the strategy that they went with and funny enough a lot of the digital subscriptions that you may be purchasing through your phone are going to cost 30% more compared to if you were to use a desktop computer to go directly to the developer website to purchase that there for example the pricing for premium versions of YouTube Spotify LinkedIn Audible all have a 30% markup when you try to purchase through your phone. Now, the reason that this is so troubling is because a 30% fee essentially cripples the app economy. When you think about it, these days, most people are just using their phones, and that consists of most of web traffic. And there are two primary operating systems for that, and both of these impose a heavy 30% tax on in-app purchases, which means that it is very difficult for developers to actually start monetizing their applications and make money. For example, even if you take a look at the YouTube app, you've got super chats, right? So in a live show, you can pay a creator, but what happens is Apple will actually take 30% of that. And then YouTube, well, they want their cut too. So they're going to also take an equivalent 30%. And then the creator is left with just 70% of 70%, less than half of the amount that you're actually paying to them. For every dollar that you pay, they only get 49 cents. And so the problem is as our digital economy ramps up and we've got more in-app purchases and virtual items, like for example, you've got Patreon, OnlyFans, and then you've got this email app, well, Apple's 30% tax is just too heavy on developers and it's limiting growth. When you compare that to say a more normal fee, like you take a look at Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, they're all taking about 3% or so and they're still making a ton of money. In fact, Apple bragged last year that they made $500 billion just through in-app purchases. And so the common problem is maybe you start developing an app kind of for fun and you're starting to get users and you work really hard on it. And after about a year or two, you decide, hey, maybe it's time to monetize, time to offer some premium services in the app. Well, at this point, you have to give up 30% to the app store, another 30 to 40% to the federal government. And then you have your own costs as well for server fees, hiring developers, artwork, outsourcing things, advertising. And advertising can cost a lot too because, hey, these app installs cost quite a bit, maybe a dollar per user. So at the end, of the day you're not really left with much and to make matters worse in the app store guidelines they forbid you from telling users that you can actually buy this on an external website which is why if you've ever downloaded apps like say the netflix app there's no real obvious way on how to sign up or create an account because that's going to cost money and netflix would be forbidden from telling you how to create an account so they just kind of do this little dance where they say hey it's kind of a hassle maybe you should get an account somehow somewhere and once you're a member you can come back 
In the App Store guidelines, Apple says, if you want to unlock features or functionality, you must use in-app purchases. Apps may not use their own mechanisms to unlock content or functionality. And then they say, you must not directly or indirectly target iOS users to use a purchasing method other than in-app purchases. And your general communication about other purchasing methods must not discourage use of in-app purchase. And so because of this, app developers cannot use any other type of purchase system like say PayPal or Stripe. They have to use Apple's in-app purchase system, which takes a 30% fee. And really, this is quite ridiculous. I'm surprised that they haven't gone out to impose this across all websites in general and just say that every single website has to use in-app purchases and then they're going to get a 30% cut on any purchase out there. And perhaps the reason that they can't just abuse developers like this is because you've got Microsoft sitting there with Windows on the other side, watching them, knowing that as soon as Apple says that anything purchased on their operating system is going to cost 30% more, then everybody may just move back to Windows at that point, which is the beauty of not having a monopoly where there's free competition. Now, some people may be thinking, well, they'll just get around the Apple App Store. They don't have to use that service. They'll just go to the developer directly onto their own website. But you can't do that. Apple does not allow you to sideload an app directly from the developer's website. Everything just has to go through the App Store. And this would be almost like if you're using Mac OS, then everything just has to be downloaded directly through the official Mac App Store, which takes a 30% cut on all purchases. And not only that, they forbid you from trying to create another app store of your own. So they don't want competition on their app store because they know that if you try to build another version of it, you could probably do it better than them, probably cheaper. And so if you take a look at the Facebook app, for instance, well, they've got this section with a bunch of games. Well, number one, they are forbidden from trying to sell any of these games. They cannot be monetized. They can't be sold. They cannot try to replicate app store functionality. And number two, they have to remove any search functionality for these games. So it's just a list of random games and you can just pick one and play it, but you can't really search for them. You cannot present the games in a grid-like fashion, kind of like an app store. It just has to be a long list. And so Apple just imposed all these restrictions to really cripple the Facebook game store, which was really once quite popular on the web. And so what we have is this digital economy is all being funneled through this single one distribution point, which is the Apple App Store. And there's a 30% fee being shaved off of just everything there. And nobody can compete with that. You cannot try to create another App Store. They were not going to allow you to use any other type of payment processor. And if you disagree, they'll just reject your app and they won't allow you onto the platform. And through this strategy alone, they were able to generate over half a trillion dollars just in 2019 on the backs of developers like us who are still just idolizing Apple, begging and clamoring to get into their WWDC conferences such that they can give Apple more of their money. Not to mention, to even join the Apple Developer Program, you have to pay them $100 a year, which I don't know why that doesn't cover all of the other fees. I think that at this point, Apple is just getting greedy. And that's not to say that Google is necessarily better because they also imposed a 30% fee on their App Store as well. But as I see it, this is really just crippling the future of digital services on mobile. Personally, what I would like to see is these companies just charge a single flat fee, like say $100 a year, in order to cover their costs of reviewing applications and just hiring a bunch of contractors to review this stuff. So what really bugs me is that these mobile phones would be nothing without the apps that developers are building for them. So why don't they treat developers more fairly? What I would personally like to see is an app ecosystem that more closely mimics what we have with desktops and websites. For example, it would be great if apps can choose which payment processor they want to use, whether that be Apple Pay, Stripe, PayPal, 
or any other service that can offer the lowest transaction fees for them. It would be great if users could just download an app directly from a developer website if they trust that developer and not have to go through the whole app store app review process. And for the other users who just want a really safe experience, they can go only through the Apple App Store for verified apps. But there should be more options for people. And you know, if you take a look at the App Store guidelines, there's so many other types of apps that they disallow. For example, cryptocurrency apps, gambling apps, pornography apps, even copycat apps, which Apple can just take a look at and decide, hey, this is a copycat of another app. They can quickly reject that or even apps of minimum functionality as so deemed by an app reviewer. So doesn't it seem strange that if you were to make a calculator app, you would probably be rejected and prohibited from trying to ship that on an app store because it doesn't have enough functionality. But shouldn't you still be able to share that app with friends and family if they trust you enough to just download it directly from your own website? And so what we have is these companies that own these operating systems, they're using them to push all of their other projects. If you own the iOS operating system, you can use that to push out all of your other services, like say Apple Pay, Apple Sign-In and Login. You can even push out Apple Mail or iMessage. And so we see other social media companies like Facebook, they're trying to compete with iMessage. They're trying to build out their whole suite of messaging products like Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, and yet iPhones come pre-installed with iMessage. And people just start using that to message each other and that network effect just makes it incredibly difficult for other companies to compete in the messaging space. So overall, I have a few suggestions for you. Number one, before you make any in-app purchase, check directly with the developer's website. See if you can purchase directly from them and quite often the price will be 30% lower. And share this tip with all of your friends and family. And the more people that are doing this, the less chance these app stores have to abuse developers. And then the other thing, if you're a developer, is to think twice before you just go off and build an app. Hey, if you can get that done as a website, you're going to have more control over that. And you're not going to have some company just being able to reject your app or tell you exactly how to build your app or trying to take 30% of your revenue. And then speak out on social media. The more social pressure we can put on these companies, the more likely chance there's going to be change. And that's really to create a brighter digital landscape for app developers and users. So that'll do for me. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Let me know your thoughts though on the App Store and app development. If you liked the video, give a like and subscribe. Really appreciate that and I'll see you in the next one.